This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Valeria interviews Maya Cleggett, the author of Gratitude and Success Journal. It gives us an easy-to-follow, step-by-step, daily program that helps develop positive change. The Gratitude and Success Journal is a guide to train the mind to attract more wealth, health, happiness, love, and success, create new positive energy and vibration, Focus on and appreciate all the magical things in life. Form and develop new positive neural pathways. Mindfully be in the moment and appreciate the abundance that surrounds us. The chapters cover love, career and success, happiness, health and wellness, and inspiration. All the activities in the journal allow us to exercise our gratitude muscle which in turn attracts more positive experiences into our world. One cannot feel gratitude and anxiety at the same time. Maya is the founder of Mind Motivation Coaching and is a transformation and abundance coach. She empowers clients in building confidence, career, wealth creation, health, and wellness. Maya is an expert in the principles of rapid transformational therapy, law of attraction, creative visualization, neuroscience, and quantum physics. Her mission is to globally create a ripple effect of inspiration, happiness, empowerment, and transformation. Maya is a rapid transformational therapist, modern psychologist, master clinical hypnotherapist, mindfulness-based cognitive behavioral therapist, master NLP and success coach, DIP, inner child healing therapy, and law of attraction expert. To learn more about Maya and her work, please visit mindmotivationcoaching.com. Here is the interview with Maya Cleggett. In your own words, who is Maya Cleggett? Maya Cleggett would be, and she is, someone who is amazingly passionate about 
helping other people and sharing what I've learned along my path and my journey. It gives me such exhilaration and motivation to know that I can actually make a difference. That's what drives me, Valeria, is just to really share as much as I possibly can purely because I was in a dark place years ago and someone helped me and my life turned around and I just thought, wow, this is my mission, this is my purpose to help as many people as possible. And yes, that's what drives Maya, definitely. That sounds wonderful to me. Thank you. Before we talk about some of the topics in your book, Gratitude and Success Journal, along with other topics, I have a few warm-up questions, as I mentioned, off record. The first one is, what is another word for gratitude? Gratitude is appreciation and love. It's like a beautiful energy, a powerful, loving energy. So appreciation and love. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. It's true. Mm-hmm. Has a lot to do with love. Yeah, that's interesting that a lot of times we don't connect deeply gratitude to love, but it is very much connected. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's amazing. When we look through that lens of gratitude, slash love slash appreciation it's like we can see the beauty in the world whereas if we're looking through the lens of the exact opposite of scarcity lack and uncertainty then all we see all we notice all we expect is toxic is fear and can change that we can change by looking through that beautiful lens that that filter of gratitude love and appreciation and it changes our world yeah would change everything for sure i agree what does it mean to be a human a human being a human being and that's the word is is beings to actually beings to be present to be in the moment to really stand and and look around and just notice and be mindful of what is right now, what is being here in this moment, this special magical moment right now. Not the past, not the future, but right now, being in the present. What is to be successful to you? Success to me is freedom of choice, to have the freedom to do what I would love to do. So for me, it's it's working with my clients, working with uh, groups, working in retreats, um, speaking on stage, training. So success is to be able to do everything my heart's desire with with passion, with excitement, with with loves, so that I can do what I want to do. Nothing in my way. So to me, that is pure success. Is is to be able to fill my cup with everything that I absolutely love to do. Mm-hmm. That sounds great to me. Do you connect success to happiness? 100%. <laughs> when you are in the flow, when you're doing what you're passionate about, yes, you are absolutely in the zone. You are happy. It's flowing. Yes, it's success and happiness. They are connected. Do you see a difference between joy and happiness? Do you separate those words? Not really. I think um, pure joy is probably the the ultimate. Happiness is perhaps a step under pure joy, but it's very closely connected, I would say, definitely. What is life? What is your understanding of what life is? 
For me, life is is really a journey, is growth, is development, is adventure, is learning, is awareness, is being, once again, you know, that sense of enlightenment every day. You're, you're learning and growing and developing. And, yeah, life to me is an adventure and, and something that's I look at with positive expectation. What would you say or what do you think is the opposite of life? The opposite of life, well, obviously death, but um, it's feeling as if you are dead, that there's nothing, you know, people who are depressed, that that's, they feel that there's there's no purpose, there's no reason to get up in the morning, there's there's nothing, there's no fulfillment, there's no sense of achievement, there's no sense of direction. Yeah, that to me is absolutely the opposite of life. So in a way, we can die before we die, be in that dead state of mind. At this time, what do you think is the world's greatest need? And do you have a vision for a new reality? Exactly at this moment in time, the two biggest needs for the world is health and acceptance. Health you know, I think people are so now very much aware in this COVID-19 environment that we're we're going through at the moment. And I really think it's the universe's or, or God or source's way of saying, hey, planet, hey, people, you need to be looking into your health and all this, you know, racism at the moment too now and acceptance, acceptance of, of your fellow being, acceptance and releasing judgment. So the two major things now is, is health, health awareness and acceptance and releasing judgment. I love that. Acceptance, that's a powerful word that's connected to surrender. I think it's a word that I think about and the other one is letting go. What are some of the ways that we can become less judgmental and more open to others in life? I think the first step, well, I know the first step in my experience is to self-accept. I have a lot of clients who come to me and their thoughts and their beliefs are, I'm not good enough. I'm not capable enough. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not enough basically. And they have the belief that people judge, people criticize, people reject, people abandon. So it would be, first of all, self-acceptance, which is releasing and letting go of judgment of self. And then when we vibrate at that energy, and as we know with the law of attraction, like attracts like quantum physics, the more we accept ourselves, we radiate on a different frequency to the opposite of non-acceptance of self. So when we accept ourselves, then other people, because we're vibrating at that much purer, high energy, then people accept us. And then there's connection and, you know, it's like a ripple effect, Valeria. You know, it, and we can change the world. We start by accepting self, loving self, and then that vibration, that frequency is very, very powerful and we can change, you know, we can change community, we can change family, community, states, countries, and we can change the world. 
I absolutely love that. <laughs> and I believe that this is the place to start. Any kind of change or transformation starts with us. Actually, I don't believe in any other kind of change, really. But it's an effect, as you said. By changing myself, then there's a possibility for others to change. Not that I'm trying to make that happen, but I absolutely love that. Do you believe in unconditional self-love? 100%. Because if, <laughs> yeah. if we love yeah. ourselves unconditionally, then that's what we will attract once again. The way we can do that is self-love, self-nurture, self-care, you know, waking up in the morning and setting our intention, waking up in the morning, thinking of all the things that we can be grateful for. And, you know, with my clients, they'll sometimes say to me when they first come to see me, they'll say, well, I've got nothing to be grateful for, Maya. And I'll say, okay, mm -hmm. are you grateful that you can see me on Zoom with your eyes? Well, yes, you're grateful for your eyes. Well, okay, so what would it be like if you didn't have your eyesight? <gasps> Well, that would be horrible. Okay, so let's just start with the basics. But purely, they are, you know, truly, they're not basic. What would it be like not to have our eyesight? What would it be like not to have hearing? What would it be like not to have our taste? What would it be like not to be able to walk or use our hands, our arms? So, you know, starting the day with, with gratitude, starting the day with setting your intention. Today is going to be a beautiful day. Today... I'm going to be radiating with so much love and happiness and, and joy. Today, I'm going to attract and manifest my deepest heart's desire. It's just setting, setting your intention each and every day. Simple things that we tend to overlook and not appreciate. That's beautifully said. What a wonderful remark. I love your wisdom already because <laughs> that is so true. I love your questions because I've had quite a few interviews and podcasts and, and these these questions are just, just beautiful. They're different, they're insightful and they're deep. And so, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure from my end. So thank you, Valeria. Speaking of self-love, this is something that I come across a lot. This idea that a lot of people, they resist even to say that, that I believe or that I love myself unconditionally because they are afraid to be judged and perceived as selfish. So how do you distinguish self-love from selfishness? Self-love, it's, it's like, and I like to use the, the analogy that we are fitting our oxygen mask. When we take care of self, when we love self, it's like we're fitting our oxygen mask. When we radiate that, the energy of healthy self-esteem and, and confidence, then that's what we attract into our, our world. You know, people want to be around and people find it attractive if we have a healthy self-esteem and, and, you know, healthy confidence. It's not arrogant. It's just knowing who we are. We're happy and very comfortable in our own skin and... Yeah. We are aware and we live up to our values. It is a powerful position to be. It's not selfish. It's just self-love. And people appreciate, people pick up on our energy 
And we want to, you know, we want to attract like-minded people, people who are supportive, people who love us unconditionally. If we live, love ourselves unconditionally, then that's what we will attract. What is your understanding and idea of peace? Peace, well, it really, it does go back to, you know, when they have these global meditation days, yeah. when everyone mm. meditates at the same time, the same hour, and it's like this this huge wave of peace, of stillness just radiates around the world, around the planet. That type of thing is is huge. And if we can just do up for it for ourselves, as I say, waking up every morning, setting our intention and, and spending 20 minutes or so in meditation, because what that does is it sends that peacefulness, that stillness through our mind. And if we're all doing it collectively, then that is going to radiate that energy all around that that energy of peace, peacefulness, stillness. Do you somehow connect the word peace to inner peace, being peaceful within? 100%. Yes, when we have peace in our mind, we have peace in our body, we have peace in our tissues, our cells, our organs, our muscles, our bones. So the more we can have that stillness and that peace with meditation and mindfulness. What, where and who is God to you? God is it's like a, a higher source for me. It's like this higher energy, this this energy that surrounds us. For me, I think it's like the higher source or, or the universe and whatever we give out we get back and I'm very mindful of the energy of you know my thoughts and beliefs my actions behaviors the energy that I give out so yes I just feel that we are surrounded by this higher energy the universe for me do you see a difference between spirituality and religion yes it is different and I don't think people realize that there is a difference but 100% I work a lot with spirituality and um, yeah it is different to the dogma perhaps of of religion yeah so dogma and yeah these are fixed ideas it might be some people when they are religious they tend to have these fixed ideas about life and themselves and everything they are not open that's right that's right so let's talk about your work. And my first question had to be this one. How did you become a writer? Well, because I've been working with my clients now for, for quite a few years, I like to give them something to keep on the track because, you know, we, we work together and then they have a really solid foundation of change. People come to me with um, releasing negative beliefs, limiting behaviors, lack of confidence and very low self-esteem and procrastination and motivation issues. And they really need to have all the beliefs released, healed and transformed, which is what they do when they're working with me. But I wanted to give them something as an ongoing um, strategy for them to keep on this path. It's like, you know, when we go to a dentist to have our teeth cleaned and a checkup and the dentist will say, well, okay, you'll need to come back in 
three months, six months, 12 months for your next checkup because we do that because we want to keep our teeth clean and our gums healthy. So I wanted to give them something or offer them something that they could take away with them that could keep them with their mind clean, their mind working productively and flowingly and positively. So I looked around so I knew how powerful gratitude was and I couldn't find a gratitude journal that I could recommend to my clients. So I decided that, okay, in that case, I shall write one and create one myself. So with this one, it is is different to any of the other gratitude journals that I've seen and it's a gratitude and success journal, meaning it keeps our mind tracked on what it is that we want. It keeps our mind tracked on the things that we can appreciate, that, that we are grateful for. So every page, and there's 50 pages in there, it starts off with an empowering question. And when we ask ourselves an empowering question, it's like we're typing into Google and we'll come up with an empowering answer Whereas a lot of my clients, when they initially come to see me, they're always asking themselves a disempowering question. For example, why do I keep on attracting toxic relationships? Why is life so hard? Why can't I find my ideal partner? Why can't I go up the corporate ladder? Why can't I be successful in my business? As opposed, and you know, when they ask that question, their subconscious mind will come up with disempowering answers to that disempowering question. So mm-hmm. in my book, in my gratitude journal, I'll ask an empowering question. What three things have I achieved in the last 12 months that I'm really proud of? What three things could I do now that's going to escalate my business success? What three things or two things or five things can I do right now that's going to make me feel just a little bit better? What are three things, four things, five things that I could do to raise my energy? What's two things that I can do today that I can, that's going to help me create my online business or my holistic coach business? So when we ask an empowering question, our subconscious mind is going to come up with answers. So whatever we focus on, is going to grow and expand. So when we ask an empowering question, that's when all the creative ideas start flowing because we want to know the answer to that question. We don't want to know the answer to the question of why do I keep on attracting toxic relationships? Well, I want to know that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So we start with that and then the next part on the page is a visualization. So I'll set the scene for them. Just imagine that you are in your, let's say, happy place. This is to raise your energy, that you're in your happy place. Who would be around you? What would the environment be like? What can you hear? What can you see? What can you feel? How good does it make you feel when you're in your happy place, whether it be in a, you know, Fiji or in your back garden or, or down at the ocean or in a rainforest? I'll give them examples. So we, st- we the empowered question, the visualization, then they've got room to write everything that they want to write about their happy place. Then I'll have a, um, a, a an empowering quote and then an affirmation. So each day they've got something new that they can focus on because basically what it is is keeping the mind tracked 
on the good, the wonderful, the amazing, the positive expectation, the joy, the excitement, the passion that is around us if we choose to see it. And what a gratitude and the success journal does is it switches on a part of our brain which is called the reticular activating system and it's a filter because we have 100 million bits of information per second coming through in our mind so we have to have a filter the the brain has come up with a filter which is called the RAS the reticular activating system so let's just say we decide that we want to become a a coach we've decided that that's important for us so the next day we'll start to see things in the news or or online or somebody will say something to do with being a coach you know it's a it's a billion dollar industry so it's with switching on that filter another good example which really resonates with a lot of my clients is I'll say to them so this is how the RAS works just imagine that you're choosing wanting to buy a new car and you've decided you want a red mini and then the next mirror out on the road and they'll say to me, yeah, you see red minis, you see. And they'll say, yeah, that's what happened to me. I had a client yesterday. She said that she decided that she wanted a, a white Mercedes and then the next day she saw white Mercedes everywhere. The thing is they were there before but because her mind didn't know that that was important to her, she didn't see them. But as soon as we set that intention whatever they want, like a new car, then they'll see it. So what the gratitude journal is, we set that filter to see everything that we could possibly be grateful for. You know, that 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 friend who comes to see us, a family member who does something for us. Great experience start happening. We see the opportunities. We see the possibilities because we're looking through that lens. We're looking through that filter of gratitude as opposed to looking through the filter of fear. We can't do both at the same time. We can't do gratitude and fear at the same time. So if we switched our filter on for gratitude, see, we'll see these amazing opportunities, limitless possibilities. It just resonates so much. The first section is love. That's the first one. So that caught my attention. And then you have career and success, happiness, health and wellness and inspiration. I love the cover too. I have been looking. Your cover, the first day when you sent it to me, I was just mesmerized by it. <laughs> it's simple, but it's so beautiful. Oh, well, thank you very much. Actually, I, um, I had an interview. Have you heard of uh, the amazing Jack Canfield? No, no. Jack Canfield, he is a, the man who started the billion-dollar business Chicken Soup for the Soul. He's a writer, coach. Oh. Chicken Soup for the Soul series, which is a billion-dollar industry, and he's America's top coach. He does a lot of inspirational speaking and inspirational talking. He's creative visualization, goal setting. He's written many, many books. Anyway, I had the the honor and privilege to be interviewed by him, so I flew out flew out to Santa Barbara uh, in California and um, interviewed live in his his home studio which is just so so beautiful and he said that to me he said wow I really love the cover of your book. and he said I like what's inside it as well but he said I really thank you the cover of your book but yeah that that experience was was just amazing and it was purely from 
so being that that sense of gratitude that that I had him as like a mentor to look up to him, you know, that gratitude, that energy, and then I was putting it out, the energy of I wanted to help as many people as possible. And I received this email from the Jack Canfield team saying, would you like to be interviewed by Jack Canfield himself in his home studio? Santa Barbara, and I went, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course. That's beautiful. Speaking of thoughts, like beliefs and thoughts, are they replaced, added? Do we add new thoughts or we try to eliminate the old patterns? Well, when clients come to see me or, you know, on Zoom, they they come to me with, as I mentioned before, with so many limiting beliefs and thoughts. I'll always ask them the question, you know, what is your inner dialogue? What is your inner critic what is your inner mean girl or inner mean guy saying? And they'll always, it'll always be, there's something wrong with me. I don't belong. I'm not worthy or deserving of love and happiness. I'm different. I'm not good enough. And, you know, we have 60,000 thoughts, approximately 60,000 thoughts a day. So it's like we're dropping those seeds 60,000 times into our subconscious and our subconscious, you know, is 90, 95% of our mind. Our conscious mind is 5%, which is where our willpower is, but our subconscious mind is running the show 95%. So if we're dropping those seeds, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy, then our subconscious mind believes it. Our subconscious mind takes every thought literally. So if we're telling our subconscious mind, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, I'm too tired, I'm not. I'm exhausted, I'm not smart enough, I'm not intelligent enough, then basically we're, we're commanding, directing, instructing our subconscious mind that reality. So, and I do this beautiful technique with them that shows them the power of their mind and they, they have aha moments mm-hmm. and think, wow, I've been telling my mind that, ew, and ask them, well, do you want that to be your reality? Because has it been your reality? Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Life has been hard, a struggle. And so then when we consciously change them, we first be aware of the instructions and directions we're telling our mind, that awareness is, is power, and then we consciously change them and I'll get the, the client, you know, together we'll come up with, the exact opposite. Do we want to be telling our subconscious mind that I'm not good enough? Well, no. Well, what would you like? What's the new instruction you want to be telling? What's the new message, the new seed that you want to be dropping into your subconscious, knowing it will create that as your new reality? Oh, okay. Well, I am good enough, that I am strong, that I am confident, that I am lovable, and I am intelligent, and I can do this. I can do this. I've got this. And just seeing that the change in them, just from changing their thoughts, and then I'll give them a recording, and they'll listen to that for the next 21 days, and it's a personalized recording for them. I'll use their name and everything that we've we've put together of what their dream life is, whether it be career, whether it be love, whether it be health and wellness, you know, whatever it is that they want to achieve. And when they listen to that, that's it, it's dropping those seeds 
constantly and beautifully and empoweringly, inspirationally into their subconscious mind because the mind loves what's familiar. And the more they listen to the recording, the more it's rewiring and reprogramming their mind. It's very powerful. I love it. Yeah, it sounds like it. I'm wondering if those limited beliefs, they are more common in women than men. Well, I, I work with men as well, and the men I see, uh, they have very much the same, very much the same. So it's the same. Yeah, and I'm getting more and more male clients now, and because before I used to just work with women, but I thought, well, men need our help too. <laughs> right. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy working with both because I really, you know, I don't think we should just be working with with, with one gender because I, I want to help, you know. You know, the more we help, the more that ripple effect, you know, they're going to be a wonderful husband, they're going to be a wonderful father, they're going to be a great role model for their children. So let's just spread that energy and that healing around. Yeah, the healing, right. All of us are affected with programming, that's for sure. So we all need healing, men and women alike. I noticed that you did include spirituality in your book, a section for that. I'm wondering why, Maya. I always get excited. I'm like a little kid in a toy shop <laughs> and I just have to get this out. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I will be making, creating and writing an, another book. But you know, that's, I just thought, I could go on for years and years and years adding and adding. So I just thought, I have to do it. I've got to do it now. And that, that's that's the only reason because I just thought I could, you know, be thinking about it and writing for, for years, but I, I just wanted to get it out. <laughs> and at some point we need to put the period, the end to a book. That's for sure. I agree. So I have some statements here that I found in your book. But before that, I think you have been already talking about the mind motivation coaching. That's what you do. But there's something else that you sent to me that I thought was interesting that I mentioned off record. The rapid transformational therapy. What is that? Rapid transformational therapy is an, it's a relatively new cutting edge therapy and Previously to me doing the training, which is nearly four years ago now, I was in the in the pioneer group with Marissa Peer, who is just the most outstanding woman, uh, very inspirational. She's been in the hip, hypnosis and hypnotherapy field for over 30 years, so she knows her stuff. Before I'd, I'd found out about her, I was trained as a modern psychologist, master clinical hypnotherapist, master neuro-linguistic programmer and success coach. And I just knew that there was, and I was getting great results, but I just knew that there was something missing. And so I put it out there and I wanted to, I just wanted more. I wanted to learn more, to go deeper. And that's when Marissa Peer and Rapid Transformational Therapy came up it was through Mind Valley actually. And I listened to a few of her videos and I thought, mm -hmm, this is resonating with me. So I dived in and as I said, was in the pioneer group of, of learning under her, training under Marissa Peer. And it it did. It just went so much deeper to what I'd learnt before. It was really delving into the the root, the core, the reason, the how, why, where and when 
that the beliefs and behaviors, the limiting and negative beliefs and behaviors, where they came from, how they came to be, perhaps who they came from, and going so deep into the subconscious mind. And it is completely different to what I had learnt and trained before. And I thought my, my training was pretty spectacular before. But then this was like, you know, the, the cream on top with the cherries and, and the crushed nut on top. It was, this is it. I now have full understanding of, you know, we're always learning, but I have a very deep, deep understanding. And now the results with my clients are just phenomenal. You know, they'll write life-changing, um, amazing, incredible. The change, the shifts, the new beliefs, the new feelings and emotions that have come now from using rapid transformational therapy, RTT is what they're called, but it's huge now. It's just so huge. But the great thing is like that there's a lot of RTT therapists. I have a lot of um, clients from America and I love working with, with you guys. You're just so wonderful. You're so invested in your personal growth and personal development. You And, you know, everyone just takes on board the process and they'll, they'll follow the strategy. And when any client follows the strategy that I give them, there's just, oh, wow, they have such awesome results because, and you know, that they, they choose me from all the people around the world who are doing RTT. They, they read my story and they resonate and they can feel my energy because I like to put a lot of fun in it. I, we have to do the serious clearing, but, you know, let, let's have fun as well. So, yeah, rapid emotional therapy is, is just an all-inclusive, fast-changing, you know, rewiring, reprogramming, re-imprinting, changing the neural pathways at that deep, deep level. It's, it's, it's fascinating how it works and how quickly it works. That sounds amazing to me. So, yeah, that's my question. How quick does it work? Would be a week even, a month, maybe? I have my main people that have come to me are for lack of confidence, low self-esteem, procrastination. Um, they, they want to, you know, usually a business owner who, who wants to up-level, who wants to have the confidence to, to, you know, to go for their dreams. And sometimes I have people for... Uh, sugar addiction. So just a quick example, yeah. they'll do a, the, the usual first session can be up to two and a half hours. So basically it's two sessions in one. That's why we call it rapid, two sessions in one. But yeah. after that first session, let's say for a chocoholic or, or someone who just throws down the sugar, instantly it stopped. I do these processes and techniques and they just the thought of chocolate, the thought of lollies, the thought of cake, the thought of biscuits, they just go, Ugh. can't do it. Like I had this client and he was, he was in the UK and he said, he said, Ma, I just did not think it was possible. It was the beginning of December. He said it was my birthday, mid-December. Then it was Christmas, obviously, and then it was New Year's. And he said, no sugar, no alcohol, no nothing passed my lips. He said, I did not think that was possible so I mean so in answer to your question it can be you know straight away um and then 
someone who's got really deep-seated beliefs, it could take up to two two sessions, but there's always a shift, there's always a change, always after that first session. There's a real and real aha moment and then they have that sense that there is, it is possible to change. It is possible to feel free, to feel happy, to feel at peace, to feel relaxed and they know they've got the techniques and tools of how to do that. I wonder if that works with addiction too, like cigarette addiction, alcohol, you know, the other kinds of addiction. Yes, yes, I have people with alcohol addictions. I don't, I don't work so much with, with smokers because that, that's not my, my interest, but I have worked with, with alcohol. And I'd, I will do the, the, the sugar because it just, it's like, wow, this is just so quick. <laughs> I don't know how quick it is. And I just think, awesome, because they will come to me and just like I shovel, you know, two bars of chocolate down my, my throat and I just keep on eating chocolate or I keep on eating lollies or, or candy as, as America's called. And, um, and then it's just like, you know, cold turkey. But it doesn't worry them. They don't think that they're missing out or they're lacking anything. They find it, okay, well, yeah, I'm not eating that anymore. Huh. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, I love that method. That's something that the listeners yeah, definitely can try if they have any kinds of, um, you call them uh, the sugar would be an addiction, an obsession. Do you have a name for it? I don't, <clears throat> I don't label, but when, when a client, you know, says that they're interested, I'll always offer to have a, a complimentary 20-minute phone consultation. So we'll do it on WhatsApp if people are, are international. And, yeah, we'll just discuss what it is that their issue is, let's say sugar addiction or, or lack of confidence. I'll, I'll let them know, share how, how my process works, what the results um, could be if they follow the strategy, and if, you know, they have to be on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being absolutely ready, they have to be a 9 or a 10, otherwise I, I won't work with them they have to really want the change because so much energy into it and I need to know that they've got the same energy but they just don't know how to do it but they really want to then yes come work with me yeah I love some of the statements you have in your book I won't be able to mention all of them but you say things like when you choose your thoughts you take control of your destiny I love this one. There is no failure, only feedback. That's true. And I'm wondering why so many of us are afraid of failure. We don't even try sometimes to do what we want to do in life. Well, the reason for that is they, they have this belief that they're not good enough once again, that people judge, yeah. people criticize, people abandon. So if they yeah. don't feel good enough, well, what's the point in even trying? Because I'm going to fail because I'm not good enough. That's their belief. Whereas it's failures, it's just like, okay, well, I know that doesn't work. What start to what solution is there? Yeah, try something different, right? Like you say, I love your approach of not taking life too seriously, just playing a little bit with it, being childlike in a way. That's right. <laughs> That's so much That's better. Right. So I have a few final questions for you, but before I ask these questions, would you like to add anything or read a passage in one of your books on your book? I think just to 
basically always look through the lens of gratitude and appreciation, always have that self-talk, inner dialogue, and change it from the inner critic to the inner cheerleader of I am more than enough. I have so many unique gifts and talents to share with the world. I am lovable. I radiate love and acceptance, love and acceptance of myself and love and acceptance of others. And the the most powerful part from our self-talk is what we picture and imagine in our minds. If we're picturing and imagining in our minds that we're going to be alone, destitute, unsuccessful, then that's what we will create because we're planting a seed into our subconscious. Whereas when we plant the seed and visualize and imagine seeing ourselves happy, healthy, radiant, you know, surrounded by love and acceptance, seeing ourselves doing what our deepest desire is, whether running a successful business or traveling or working in our garden or walking down the beach with our loved one or playing with our children, then that's what we create. So being so mindful of the words that we use, our inner dialogue as well as our outer dialogue when we tell our story and our images, our pictures in our mind. Let's set that beautiful blueprint for our subconscious of what it is that we do want and release what we don't want. Yeah, I love your message, (laughs) all of them. Thank you, Maya. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything differently? Well, I love my life as is, but I would um, possibly take more time to spend with my family. I I get so passionate with what I do with working with my clients and everything else that I tend to be sort of all-encompassing, all-immersed in my work. So spending Spending some more quiet, peaceful time with my family probably would be the one thing that I would change. Yeah, that's wonderful to hear. One thing, yeah, nothing else. What are three things about life you know for sure as of now? I know for sure how the mind works. As I said before, that, you know, we for sure our inner dialogue and our beliefs create our reality. What we put out there as in the energy, if we're putting out the energy and radiating it, the energy of love, acceptance, happiness, joy, then that's abundance, that's what we will create. And the third would be just playing, just I know for sure that, you know, the more we we tap into our inner child, our inner joy, our acceptance and our naivety, it's just being mindful and living in the moment and that's what children do they they just you know you see them in the playground and they're just so into what they're doing right then and there i think for sure yeah tapping back mindfulness and that inner child and inner joy is a big one yeah i agree it's a big one (laughs) it is thank you so much for your presence and your profound wisdom kind of uh, attached to fun, (laughs) deep wisdom and fun. That's what a great combination to me. So I have one last question. That's a technical one. Where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? On my website, mindmotivationcoaching.com. I'm also on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, and Facebook on Mind Motivation Coaching. 
And yes, I've got programs that I'm that are coming up, but my my book and I've got some audios in store and um, I have got one program up there already. But yes, I would love to to help with any of your audience, uh, any people who are listening right now, if you're suffering from procrastination or you know that there's something holding you back but you don't know what it is and it's at that deep core level, you can't change things consciously but you know what you want but you can't attain that because something is holding you back, then I would love to help you, absolutely love to help you. Wonderful. Thank you so much again, Maya, and we'll talk soon. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Maya Cleggett, please visit her website, mindmotivationcoaching.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. I want to thank the Patreon members, Lawrence McGrath, Mark Basden, Terry Clayton, and Aidan Vickrock. Thank you again for listening, and bye for now. Bye.